Welcome to She's Up Next, a podcast focused on positive women's media representation and amplifying the voices of young female changemakers. We're here to have open conversations with teenage girls our age with accomplishments in activism, STEM, entrepreneurship, and more. Join us for this week's episode to catch up with what's new in our busy lives and fuel your motivation to achieve your own dreams through the inspiring stories of others like you. I'm your co-host, Jackie Acosta. And I'm Dory Miller. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to She's Up Next. I know it's been a long time, but we're excited to be back and recording. Yeah, I know. We've definitely taken... We always say, well, past couple of episodes, we've taken a little bit of a hiatus, but yes. this time it was definitely because of school and everything's kind of picking up, um, yeah. but I'm glad we are able to sit down today and record something for all of you. Yeah. Unfortunately, we do not have supposed to, but we postponed recording with her on a later date, and instead we're just going to be doing a little solo. I mean, I guess it's not really solo. Um, since it's two people, but you know, just the two of us um, talking about what's what we've been up to um, in the start of winter break, and just some fun new shows we've been watching, so we can talk a little bit about modern day media representation and um, some new shows that we've been enjoying. So we're very excited. We have lots to talk about as two people who love discussing positive media representation. We are very excited to do this episode. I know this episode is giving me major throwback vibes to our first episode and we're kind of exactly. really getting back to our roots. Um, but yeah, like Dory said, we've gotten into a couple of new shows that we're excited to talk about. But um, yes. I guess before we do that, we should probably catch you all up with what's been going on in our busy lives and maybe give you a little bit of explanation why we've been kind of MIA lately. Yes. I mean, I feel like the biggest thing in our last episode, we just talked about some some big things happening in our school, um, student council related. Um, so that's definitely taken up a lot of time, I would say, and or just time and energy. Um, but aside from that, there's just, again, lots going on at school. I know I've had musical auditions. Um, Jackie, Jackie will get into basketball, but basketball oh, yeah. season is in full swing. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, finals. finals. Yeah. Finals, probably the big thing. Seeing as last year we were online, I remember finals being very different, a lot less yeah. stressful this year. I mean, this year wasn't terrible. There's just so much to do in a short period of time. Um, and I'd say calculus just really stressed me out. I, I cannot say I've studied harder for another test and do you know what? I think it paid off, honestly, waking up at 5.30 that morning to just oh ensure I understood everything probably, probably helped. I don't know. But needless to say, I'm glad finals are over. But I'm also I'm proud of myself. I think I worked hard. I've gotten a few of my grades back and I did well. So, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm happy to be in break and yeah, be able to stop worrying about that stuff because it did definitely consume a lot of my time. I totally agree. Like first off the bat, like I'm very excited to be on break. Like I didn't realize how much I needed like a long break from just like school and work. Cause I feel like we were like, I've always said like hundred miles an hour, especially at the end, it definitely yeah. picked up. I didn't think it could pick up <clears throat> any more than it did within finals week hit. And it was like, go, go, go nonstop. But at the same time, it was like, not, I don't know. I feel like there was like both, like it felt slow, like finals week was going by yeah. slow, but every test I had, like, 
it was like, I don't have enough time to study and I need to like cram it last minute, even though I knew all the stuff that we were getting tested on. I just feel like I need to be sure. So I was like up the night before like studying, um, but definitely glad that it's over and it is, I can finally enjoy this holiday season and get into the Christmas spirit, which I didn't realize Christmas is in like, what's the day today? We're currently recording on the 21st. Oh my goodness. It does Christmas not feel like Christmas. Four days. It wow. did feel like Christmas at a point, but at this time, I'm just not feeling it for some reason. I think yeah. I haven't been home. So maybe now that I'm home and in my decorated room with my mini Christmas tree, I'll get more into the Christmas spirit. But it's having a hard time processing that it's here. Yeah, so. it definitely snuck up on us this year. I feel like previous years I've had time to like prepare and like Mm -hmm. really get into it but this year it's kind of like we had a lot in December so yeah I had to like kind of put it on the back burner then all of a sudden now it's like oh December 21st yeah Christmas is in four days well I think that's a big part of it is that we haven't been used to having finals like last year was completely different we've really only had them sophomore and freshman year but the rest of our lives we have not been dealing with that we've had super easy last weeks of school and just gone straight into holiday break after that so I think it's definitely the high school leaves you with a shorter period of time to really get into the Christmas spirit and yeah do things with family I know a lot of our traditions have become rushed or just are not happening at all because of the high school final schedule and also this final schedule as you mentioned earlier felt like it went really slow and I actually have to agree it was a weird week because I only had some days I only had one final Mm -hmm. so I was at school for a little over an hour some days and then the other days I only had two so I had a lot of time to study and I feel like I used time well but also there's a little bit of dilly-dallying going on because there's just so much time I think that might be just because we haven't experienced finals as upperclassmen Mm -hmm. because I think that they strategically schedule it to whereas the lower classmen get all their finals done at the, in the earlier in the week because yes. I know my sister was done like by Wednesday but we had Wednesday yeah. off which was really weird because we're yeah. used to like having like bam 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 like one well, I had right two after the Wednesday other. oh you had two Wednesday yeah. well I had none Wednesday <laughs> so it was weird to have like a break in the middle of finals week but I, I definitely yeah. chalked that up to just being upperclassmen and this being our first real finals week as upperclassmen which is weird to think about <laughs> exactly. because we're in our last two semesters of high school but I know. It is what it is. It's over. And yeah. Yeah. I would love to say that was our last real finals week seeing as next semester. We don't, we're not really going to have no. finals. It'll be more focused on the AP test, but also yeah. I forgot that there are finals in college and much yeah. worse. So, but it's different. The classes will be different. It'll be a different. Taking structure. less classes. Yeah, and exactly. Like um, so I guess we should now get into our joyful moment of the week. Jackie, do you want to start? Jackie is actually still not home I am not yeah yeah. I know we just talked about like finals and stuff but right (laughs) after we finished finals week I actually hopped onto a plane the next morning to get to Mm -hmm. come to Phoenix right now I'm in Phoenix Arizona with my varsity basketball team uh we're here for a tournament we've been here already for four days and we still (laughs) have you've been there a long time yeah we still have today and tomorrow um wow so I'm definitely not I'm getting home right before Christmas, I believe. Like we land on the 22nd, but like it's late. So I wake up and it's 23rd. Like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, uh, we have played a couple games. We have another one today, later tonight, which is super exciting. We've been doing really well. 
Um, and I'm just excited that basketball season has started. Uh, I've been looking forward to this like high school season for a while. Yeah. Uh, it being my last, um, there's a lot of bittersweet. It's a little bittersweet because, you know, it's like, I'm happy that a lot of the team members are actually seniors. I think our team is majority seniors. We have seven, set, seven out of 12. So wow. I know a lot of the girls and we're super close this year, um, which is super exciting. And um, yeah, I just, we've gone off to a really good start. I believe we're still like eight and no, which is super exciting. Um, but we're looking to continue wow. that into January in the regular season. So we're still in the preseason, but um, definitely a joyful moment for me being on this trip with my team. Super, super exciting. Um, but I guess, oh, <laughs> another like weird joyful moment that like, <laughs> came into my mind yesterday when we were planning um, a recording this episode is one of my teammates that I'm rooming with like got me into like reality tv shows again oh my like, god I have been into like <laughs> oh I don't remember what like the, I know like, you like the bachelor a, and the bachelor yeah but like yeah. this is like traditional like reality tv show oh, wow like, we were watching like real housewives I think and I've I've um <laughs> decided that my favorite real housewives is real housewives of salt lake city so if anyone is yeah it's because there's like religion and like they're super conservative and things like that so it's really interesting to watch uh so we were watching that yesterday and then like a favorite amongst the team that my roommates are currently watching right now it's um below deck and it's like Hmm. this reality tv show on a yacht about like the crew and how they and like different charters and it was like interesting to listen to them talk about like boat lingo I don't know and then like drama that goes on it was it's just been super good so like in our downtime we've all just been watching reality tv (laughs) which has been really fun that's actually so funny uh that seems so fun that's the one thing that I've always been jealous of of people who play sports at this level yeah it's going on trips for tournaments and things I don't know I just think it sounds really fun it looks like you guys have been going out and getting to do bunch yeah. of things how how hot is it there it's is actually it hot no it's actually not that hard it's a little warmer wow. than it is in the city it's okay. like 70 on a good day but like at night oh. it gets super super cold because it's like the desert so it's like yeah. it drops to like 40 45 degrees so it's pretty cold wow. at night but we're like either in the gym or in our rooms by then so we're not outside but during the day like yesterday or was it yesterday no it was sunday um, we had downtime, so we were able to go to like the pool and stuff and hang out because we didn't have a game. Um, and it was pretty warm, which was really nice. We could just sit in the sun, um, soak up the rays, <laughs> I guess. Oh, How about you, so Dora? You also just got back from a trip, a very yes, exciting trip. I did. Actually, I took my last final on Thursday, and I literally got to come home for two seconds before we got into an Uber to the airport. Um, it was a short flight down to Anaheim. Um, we went to Ooh. Disneyland with um, some of our family friends, um, and we stayed. Usually, we stay at the Grand Californian inside, but it is very expensive right now. So we ended up just finding a um, little hotel, literally right across the street from the entrance. So it was basically like being inside the park. Anyways, it was nice. We had a pool and hot tub, which I only use one day. But anyways, besides the point, um, Disneyland was so much fun. One of the best trips I've had in a very long time. Um, yeah, we were there. We had a three-day park hopper pass. Um, and I definitely made use of my outfits all of the days. My sister actually 
um, makes Mickey Mouse ears or the ones, the different, different themed ones. Um, I actually ended up only wearing one of the ones that she's made, but anyways, the point is my family is very big on, um, dressing up in, in Disneyland with our ears, but you actually can't fun fact. You cannot dress up if you are above the age of 12. So if you wear a princess dress and you're my age, you will be sent home or asked to change anyways. Honestly, if I could, I would be wearing a princess dress, but I did for my first day. I just had many mouse ears. I kept it kind of simple. Um, the second day, my sister made these really cool aerial ears that had these starfish pattern and they had flounder on them. It was I saw those. Cute. Those were so cute. Yeah, they're adorable. Um, so I wore like a purple shirt and kind of flare jeans to um, represent Ariel. I really like that outfit. And then my last day, um, fun fact about me is I'm obsessed with Elsa. I have been since the movie came out, mostly because it's Idina Menzel who played Alphaba in Wicked, and I've always loved Wicked growing up, so when I figured out it was the same person, I just became obsessed, and somehow that obsession has lasted into now adulthood, Um, so I did wear Elsa ears and a blue puffy jacket on my last day, and I, I saw Elsa three times while I was there and the, I, I didn't get like a real photo with her until the very last day because I wanted to wait until I was in my Elsa outfit it didn't feel appropriate I actually have a really cute live photo of her complimenting my ears um but yeah I just I had a great time I was laughing the entire time we were with as I mentioned we were with our family friends that we've actually we've been to Disneyland with them before exactly six years ago like we kept getting memories from that day exactly six years ago so we one of our first day there, we actually recreated um, a photo we had taken. I saw that. I was yeah. like wondering, like I could recognize it was you, but I wasn't sure if it was you or your sister. And then I saw the other photo and I just had to question it. Yes. <laughs> but that yeah, is good to it, no, that, I, That's cool to hear. Yeah. And I, I made, made sure everyone had similar outfits to what they were wearing. I had found, tried my best to find like the exact spot that we took it, but the side-by-side photos turned out really funny. Um, but yeah, it was just a great time. It was mostly the kids sticking together throughout the day, but we were actually with our parents a fair amount. Um, probably, I think, okay. Oh, I saw Jojo Siwa. Sorry. Forgot I to mention that. did see that on your story. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I was trying to find my sister and um, one of our friends and my, I called her and she answered. She's like, and she's very obviously freaking out super excited I'm like what is going on and she's laughing she's like we just saw Jojo Siwa she's about to get on the Ferris wheel and I actually based on TikTok alone I've come to love Jojo Siwa so I totally waited just to I tried like watch just getting a picture of her from the um from like the outside of the Ferris wheel. And then I waited by the exit just so I could, I just wanted to see her up close. And obviously I didn't say anything to her. Um, and she was with two Disney people who were taking, but that's definitely a good moment. Um, but probably my highlight was this one day we went on, I think it was our second day. We went on the Grizzly River run with all of us, including the adults. And we made the moms go on the end, which is, where you get the most wet and so we were just laughing the whole time my stomach was literally cramping from how hard I was laughing so I don't know it was just a couple days full of various joyful moments but I am happy to be home Disneyland really does tire you out I think we we walked like 15 miles I never walk as much as I do 
when I go to Disneyland. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, we would go back to the hotel for an hour or two each day just to give ourselves a break. And I, each time I was like, I don't know if I can get up. I, as much as I want to go back to the park, my legs are so tired, but we did it anyways. And yeah, we had a couple of good late nights in the park and everything. So yeah. But as I was saying, I'm, I'm glad to be home and back in my own bed. And now I can do all of the Christmas things. I usually do at home, watch some good movies, maybe go downtown. I'm hoping to go ice skating today at some point. Ooh. So yeah. That is so exciting. I love downtown during the Christmas season. Yes. That's like one of the one times I'll actually like voluntarily go downtown. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I went to grammar school down there. So I've basically spent yeah. more than half my life down there. So like I'm kind of over downtown, which sounds weird to say, but um, <laughs> yeah, we went like at the beginning of the Christmas season, like end of November, like I think it was either December 1st or 2nd and I go mm-hmm. ice skating. I was like, wow, this is, they had already decorated. I mean, the tree wasn't lit yet, but um, it was up and the ice cream skating rink was up and it was just so fun. Oh, I love that. Okay, should we get into our quote of the week? Yes, I heard Dory said she has a very exciting one to share with all of us. Yes, I, for those of you who don't know, I mean, both Jackie and I are obsessed with quotes and affirmations. That's why we have this whole little segment. But yesterday Mm -hmm. in downtown Disney, since yesterday we didn't have a ticket um, into the park where we had used ours. So we were just walking around downtown Disney before our flight. And then the very back, I found this adorable store that just basically has a bunch of things with quotes written on them so totally my type of store anyways I was digging through these little papers that had a bunch of quotes and I found one that I really liked and I think is very applicable to Jackie and myself who are constantly dealing with things online work to-do lists emails so on um I think it's really it's a really important reminder for the holiday season so it says I know for sure that in the final analysis of our lives, when the to-do lists are no more, when the frenzy is finished, when our email inboxes are empty, the only thing that will have any lasting value is whether we've loved others and whether they've loved us. And of course, this is said by Oprah Winfrey, who is the ultimate media queen. queen. Yes. So we thought, again, this was a perfect quote for today, as we'll be getting into some positive examples of media representation we've been seeing recently. So... Yeah. Well, now that you mentioned it, do you want to kind of get us started on our conversation about these shows and media representation that we've been experiencing lately? Yes, I'd love to. But um, mine actually starts with a story. Um, This is a really fun one. So for those of you who don't know, my dad went to UCLA. Um, So this spring, I did a trip to LA to look at schools and just have a fun little spring break adventure with my family. And we went to UCLA and we were doing a tour with these two football players that my dad hooked us up with, but they (laughs) didn't know the campus that well, seeing as they were only freshmen and hadn't been on campus for a very long time at all due to COVID. So my dad took it upon himself to give me his own little tour. Um, And he still, he he thinks he knows it like the back of his hand. I'm sure he still does, but anyways, besides the Reliving the glory days. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) He loves the library. Sadly, I don't remember the name. I definitely should, but he loves their main, yeah, he loves their main library and he really wanted to go inside. And I think we had, I also visited a couple of years ago, I think freshman year. So I'd already seen it, but he really wanted to go in or he wanted to find his little spot. 
So we're walking towards one of the side entrances and I start seeing these Warner Brother uh, machines that I don't, I don't even know what it was, but it, it was, it was very obvious. There was very obviously something going on there and it took me not very long to figure out that they were totally filming something. So we still proceed to walk up the stairs to this area where there's a bunch of crew, a bunch of machinery and cameras and lighting and microphones. I'm like, oh my God, where, why are we still here? But my dad kept going and wanted to like see if there was an entrance into the library or it might have been like the coffee shop next to the library. Yeah. Who knows at this point? So we're trying, he's trying to figure out what's going on. And I think eventually someone comes up to him and is like, oh, we're filming or something. And so my dad asks, oh, like, what are you filming? And I forget if I was there with him or not, or he told me what they said, but they told him that it was the sex lives of college girls. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that made, and it was just my dad and I. So I think, I think he, they told him that. And then he came back and told me and was like, uh, it was. <laughs> and so I, of course, was feeling a little bit embarrassed and just like, oh, this is a very awkward thing to walk on to with my dad. Yeah. So we left after that and it just turned into a funny story. And both of us have been telling it for a long, I mean, not that long. It was this April, but still it's been a funny story. And then of course, when I see the show, start seeing trailers for the show, I'm like, okay, this is completely the opposite of what I imagined. Uh, one of my favorite Broadway actresses is in the show who and this is another thing, but of course my favorite character I've actually talked to, it was on Zoom, but I got to do masterclass with her and ask her for, I think I asked her what her best advice is. Actually, I might have it. Do you know, I'll get into that in a minute. But anyways, that's just a really funny story. And I love the fact that this is now probably my favorite of the recent shows I've watched. Yeah. So I think that's a really cool connection, but I don't know. Do you want to start getting into why we love the show? I mean, right off the bat, like one of the writers for the show is Mindy Kaling and I yes. love all of her stuff. Like I've watched um, Never Have I Ever, the one on Netflix, um, which kind of got me introduced to like her, um, like her shows. I've, yeah. oh, I watched her on The Office and like she was one of my favorite characters, Kelly. She was hilarious. Um, <laughs> and I knew she had read a book, but before, but, but more than that, I didn't really know she like, wrote and like helped produce different tv shows until never have i ever i absolutely loved it and then my mom and i actually started watching like her first show which is just the mini project yeah and it was so good i loved it so much because she's like the main character and i it's not based off her life but i think it's based off like what she wishes her life would be about like in like living in new york and being like a oh I don't I think she was like a gynecologist I don't know it has been a while since I watched it it was like peak quarantine time but um still it was really good so when um I heard that she had another show coming out and I was like oh of course I'm gonna watch it and I hadn't Dory was telling me that she had um a story she wanted to tell me on the podcast about a tv show she she uh recently (laughs) got into and we like surprisingly both watched a series like on our own without like talking to each other about it before but then I was like watching it and it's like this sounds like really familiar to what like Dory had mentioned to me yes I like went up to her and was like um was the show you were talking about did it happen to be a sex life of college girls and she was like (laughs) and I was like immediately yes 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 exactly um but yeah just solely for the fact that Mindy Kaling is one of the writers and producers was like really cool to see because there aren't very many women especially women of color Mm -hmm. um 
in like the film and media industry in Hollywood and she's like one of the big names um and big people to like kind of represent that demographic which is super cool yeah yeah so the person who actually encouraged me to actually start watching was my mom um because she is obsessed with Mindy Kaling mostly because of Never Have I Ever that one unfortunately I started but I just never finished because in general I'm bad about (laughs) I always start shows and then never finish them despite liking them um so my mom as soon as she saw that this was by Mindy Kaling she wanted to watch it and she just she absolutely loved it kept telling me about how funny it is how how just in general she knew I would love it solely due to the positive positive media representation of women and just this encouragement of sexuality and exploring that and just there's no the what what's great about the show is that the title is totally supposed to be misleading you're supposed to imagine a typical hypersexualized um like college experience of like the typical blonde white skinny college girls and that's just Mm -hmm. not what this is about at Mm -hmm. all it is totally it has a diverse cat just the four main girls are completely diverse have great stories they're hilarious like just their overall chemistry on camera is perfect they're yeah they're just a hilarious combo of girls and they each have unique experiences with sexuality um one is a closeted lesbian this is my favorite actress ever Renee Rapp I love her I love her character um another one is I think Whitney's story is quite funny with her do you know we we won't go too much into their story but they just they all have um really great storylines throughout the show and the only, really the only negative reviews I've seen about the show is people calling it too politically correct. And pe- But honestly, I think it totally, it's totally accurate to our generation. And that is easily what is, I mean, obviously it's supposed to be a comedy. So there's a lot of dramatic, yes, dramatized moments. Dramatized yeah. scenes, yeah. Yeah, but overall, I just think it does a really good job of per- portraying accurate representation of college girls and just finding yourself and yeah I just I love it I literally there's 10 episodes each one they're pretty short um like 40 no I think they're shorter they're they're like 30 minutes minutes. they're 30 minutes minutes. Um, I flew through it yeah (laughs) I watched it the week before finals and I was like oh same I was like I should be studying yeah stupid but I also figured the sooner I get it done the sooner yeah. I can get to my work so I was like you yeah. know what I'm just Same gonna power through in a couple here. days yeah. yeah I think what I like you kind of mentioned it but what I mostly appreciated about it was how she was able to create like four separate um like stories within mm-hmm. one and each one like addressed a specific issue that college girls face yeah like on a daily basis like super relevant to the time yeah. and watching the characters like work through those issues and like kind of like not have everything be super linear was super Mm -hmm. refreshing to see because I feel like in shows like this you see like girls struggle but like you already know that they're gonna like succeed in the end yeah um but in this (laughs) This case case. this is not the case like you really see the girls have to work through their issues and they're like super complex problems like they're not like surface level like like Bella's problem Bella's problem I was very very surprised to see her have to deal with yeah. What she goes through in the show. Oh, oh I see <laughs> People are waking up. Um, <laughs> but no problem. But um, but seeing her have to work through that and like 
the different phases she went through of like at first denial and then kind of opening up to it and then feeling comfortable like talking to her roommates about it and then bringing it to the attention of uh of like the board and things like that like yeah I feel like we don't see that enough um and like the whole thing of her being super sex positive and then like contrasting that with what she goes through um I think helped bring a different perspective to issues of of sexual harassment and like yeah like this the um kind of the spectrum that things lie on like it doesn't have to be super blatant for it to be um problematic yeah. I think which was really really interesting to watch and I think overall the show just highlights the importance of female friendship because as mm-hmm. much as it is about these different sexual encounters sexuality just the overall college experience it's really about how these girls found friendship within each Mm -hmm. other despite being so different at the very beginning you would never expect I mean if these girls were not roommates they would not be friends but the way they were brought together is just so powerful and I think Mindy Kaling does a really good job of intertwining how Mm -hmm. friendship is so important when dealing with all of these different issues throughout your life not just in college but beyond and it's, I just love watching how their friendship evolves from the first episode to the last of the season. I particularly liked the episode where they go out with their parents who yes, all of the parents weekend. have very different, like one is a famous senator, one, yes. the, one girl's parents are from the Midwest and very just from a totally different social class than yeah. some of the other families to our traditional um, Indian parents who have a very set idea of what they want their daughter to do and the other two stuck up like upper yeah. class um, people from upper side of Manhattan. So yeah, I don't know. I think it just that <laughs> that one episode with the parents really is where you start to see their friendship coming together, especially with Lane, who was not the most super open yeah yeah, not open at all to these girls and now she's truly found friendship in them and feels and by the last episode she actually starts to open up to at least one of them about what's going on in her own life so I really liked getting to watch their friendship evolve but speaking of Layden I do want to share um the quote I got from Renee Rapp that she said her dad told her but I just think it's a really cool one um so the best advice Renee Rapp has ever received is the most confident people are the ones who recognize their insecurities. Oh my goodness. That that's is like, will, but I think it's really like cool. her character though. Exactly. That's, oh my gosh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. I feel like that is at, at the essence is, is Leighton. Like if you were yeah. to say Leighton in a sentence, like that is it. Leighton was definitely one of my favorite characters too. And the growth yeah. like that you were able to see from episode one to episode 10 um was really surprising and kind of was really nice and interesting to watch um but you talk about friendship and and I think yeah like Mindy Kaling does a good job like it's Wes no Wesley no Essex 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 Essex, yeah it's not Wesleyan do you know what's so funny about that what is that it literally has sex in the name like there's one point where they're cheering I was reading about yes this, where they're cheering S- at the soccer game the they're soccer like game. sex, sex. Yeah. <laughs> so I, think, I, did, I just I think that's think that the funniest part of the show honestly um but like showing that even at a competitive institution like Essex like friendship is still super important and that you're not alone and that yeah. you can find a group of people that you can rely on and count on as a support system and that it actually is really vital 
to a college experience like you said like friendship is super important yeah um, especially at a time when you're like rediscovering who you are and rediscovering like things like your sexuality or your interests or uh, your love life like things like that yeah. I think it's super important to have like a group of people you can turn to and especially in a new environment where everybody's new like I think finding people that you can um count on like whether it's forced like they, like in their situation like they're all roommates um they didn't really pick their roommates but they're all forced to live in one suite together or you find yeah. people like Layton did um at the women's center things like that yeah I think it's super important and something I hadn't really thought about um but going into like like, like approaching like graduation and college um it is an important reminder to keep yes um, as we enter like meeting new people and things like that yeah no that's definitely been a fear of mine is whether or not it'll be easy to make friends in college because truly you never know and it really depends on where you go who who your roommate is who your roommate is friends with what I mean it's it's just not the same as high school where you Mm -hmm. can immediately get involved in extracurriculars yeah who knows maybe that is the case in college I would not know but I know it's it's in general it's a different experience so I really like seeing how the most unlikely people can become your best friends. And I think that's something really important to keep in mind and just in general, like keep an open mind about who you're meeting when you enter college. So yeah, I think I think shows like this are especially helpful for us seeing as we're about to enter this new chapter of our lives and we have no idea what to expect. And the goal, the goal of shows like this is to portray somewhat of an accurate representation of that college experience and give advice about it. So I'm hoping that a lot of what we take away from the show will be applicable to our lives as we enter college. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just loved, uh, I love the show and I cannot wait for more episodes yeah. to come out. Cause I feel like the last episode definitely left on a little bit of a cliffhanger. I was definitely oh, expecting totally. like, you know, I was watching it on, uh, I think it's on HBO max. Right. Um, mm. so I was like waiting for like the, ne- like the next episode button, but like it didn't show up. Yeah. So I was like, I know. Wait, did I like miss it and it disappeared? So I like exited out of the episode and was like looking at the next episode, but there wasn't one. Um, I know. So I could not believe be, that. Yeah. Eagerly anticipating a new episode. Um, but like to quickly go back to what we were talking about um, of like how each girl is like has their own story and how they interact mm-hmm. with each other. I think a lot of times like we learned this freshman year about like tokenism and how a lot of times when minorities are portrayed in shows and movies and things like that like their stories tend to be kind of or what was the literary term they're like a stock character yeah stock yeah (laughs) one of our AP lit terms uh they have a very generic storyline and while like Mindy Kaling works in some of like popular tropes about Mm -hmm. certain cultures like expectations and like um yeah like parents expectations and things like Mm -hmm. that I think like especially um I mean, Whitney, yeah, Whitney, like they're a lot more complex than what exactly. meets the eye. Like, yes, they have all these tropes and like they do what their parents say, but like they still have like their own story, which was like different to see. I mean, we're seeing a lot more um, in the media and I think there's definitely been a shift towards like, or shift away from that um, yeah. habit. But especially in the, I think in this show, it was very evident that like these girls had a backstory and had like feelings and issues and like they were more than just like the stereotype I guess yeah 
Yeah, and I I particularly, in this conversation, I really love Bella's character because it's Mm -hmm. totally an emulation of Mendy Kaling herself, Mm -hmm. this inspiring SNL um, live comedy. Um, Oh my gosh, I need to rephrase that. Anyways, Bella is pursuing comedy and she's been looking forward her whole life to joining this particular group on campus called... I think it's called the uh, Catullan. Catullan, Catullan, the Catullan. That's it. They're like a comedy ma- literary magazine. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, exactly. Very prestigious. Yes. And there's one point in the show where this um, alum who's kind of a burnt out um, older mm-hmm. white guy totally makes a joke at her in front of a bunch of people about how people like her like taking over jobs or I forget I forget exactly what it was but it was a total microaggression and at um the rising um amount of women of color in certain fields and just Mm -hmm. I don't know I thought it was a really powerful moment to point out how often things like that happen and how often they just slide by without anyone saying anything and what's Mm -hmm. great about Bella's character is that she's totally confident she will stand up for what she believes in at any point in time and she she totally takes a guy down and so I don't know I just I really loved seeing just watching Bella's character throughout the show and how she totally obviously her parents are a total stereotype but I mean stereotype but also accurate accurate Um, yeah um and I just love seeing her defy like her relationship with her mom I feel like isn't super traditional yeah no that interaction after the dinner was um definitely new like you don't really see that that surprised me honestly because Mm -hmm. you hadn't seen that side of her Mm -hmm. familial familial relationships yet um yeah I don't know I I just I could talk about the show forever when it when it first when I watched the first couple episodes I took a video and sent it to a bunch of my friends I'm like you need to watch this I know I'm totally geeking out because I yeah I'm obsessed with anything that involves this kind of representation but it's just so good it is so good. I definitely need to tell my mom about it because I think she'd love it. Oh, you totally um, should. But I've, yeah, I keep forgetting to let her know because she always is looking for new shows to watch. And I think she'd really, really like this one. Yeah. So maybe when I get home, I'll tell her about it. Yeah. But yeah. I loved it. And I cannot wait for new episodes or a new season to come out because ugh, there are so many loose ends that I need to know exactly. what happens. Exactly. So one more show, we'll we'll be wrapping up soon, but one yeah. more show we wanted to talk about is the Sex Sex in the City reboot. Yes. <laughs> the Sex in the City reboot called And Just Like That. Um, I have always loved Sex in the City. I've never actually watched it all the way through, but yeah. I just think I, think I watched Bradshaw. the movies. I think I watched yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one and the second one. But I don't yeah. think I ever watched a TV show. Yeah, Carrie Bradshaw is just such an icon. She's journalist which is what Jackie and I are in I don't know I just I think she's a really great character I mean she has her flaws but overall I just the show is so iconic that um I've always enjoyed watching and seeing what life was like during that time for women living in New York City and my mom loved watching it it's one of her favorite shows so I don't know I just think it's always been a fun one so I was very excited when the and just like that trailers first came out um but yeah, this is honestly, I haven't really, I've only watched the first two episodes. There's one more that's out, but I've also been really impressed by the kind of total rebranding of the show and what it yeah. stands for. And um, I mean, the original show definitely had 
quite a few problems in mm-hmm. um, just a general lack of diversity yeah. and representation in its casting. Um, it was very focused on money and shopping and just upper class lives. There was never really any discussion of societal issues or um I don't even know. I'm there was never much political commentary either. It was very much focused on men and sex and money, money and shoes and clothes. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. still, I think it was still a great show, but it definitely was pretty deeply flawed in Mm -hmm. um, what it stood for. So yeah. Jackie, do you have anything you want to add? I can go into the new. Um, like quick side note, kind of similar to Jory's story. Oh yes. Yes. um, That's right about sex lives of college girls but my when my mom and I went to New York um we traveled to New York this summer I don't know if I told you this story actually okay I think you did but continue continue um I don't know if I told I don't think I told it on on here though but yes yeah we went to New York so that I could see the school like the college we could visit the colleges in New York City and we were staying at this hotel called the Moxie which is like super like modern and Mm -hmm. kind of like avant-garde kind of thing and like in (laughs) in Soho so we were like Ooh. we had just gotten off the plane we were like taking a taxi or no we took an uber to our hotel and we we're like walking and there was like an alley like the entrance of the hotel is in like like an alley an off street and we were mm. walking and there was like huge lights and like um like crew members were like walking around and like there were people like crowded outside the entrance to our hotel like taking videos and we we're like mm-hmm. really confused like obviously we could tell it was like they were filming something but we weren't really sure yeah. what they were filming so my mom like walks up to one of the people who was like taking videos and asks like oh what are they filming and they're like they're filming the sex in the city reboot oh um, my god and, and there's rumors that uh Miranda is gonna show up and and is, is shooting a scene and sure enough like 10 minutes later the actress who plays Miranda like walks up and I believe they were it looked like they were filming a scene that was supposed to be like outside of a club or something um oh so she was God. there and we actually got to watch them take like two or like a couple takes of this one scene okay of, I definitely like, did not know this full story yeah I, I totally thought I told you but um yeah so my mom and I were just like because my mom also like like mm-hmm. she really enjoyed watching the yes. original series when she was younger so she was totally like fixated on this whole thing so it was like really late it was almost yeah. it, was, it was like about midnight like super super late wow. um, and there were so many people and like they did a couple takes and it was like kind of funny to watch like <laughs> the extras and things because like they do the take and they have to like go back and do the same thing and there's like a car oh on the road and like I hadn't really realized how like much of it was actually staged um, yeah. but it was cool to watch like it's just it was just like this one little scene of her like walking up to the entrance to a club and like talking to a bouncer and then like going inside <laughs> um but it was it was completely crazy to like actually watch like something I'm pretty sure that they used in the show um I'm so excited yeah. to watch that part now yeah I, I now as that really um one made me want to like actually watch the reboot and figure out yeah. like which <laughs> which yeah. episode it's in um but yeah I have a video that I can definitely show you of like her and it was so it was so cool and like my mom's like well welcome to New York <laughs> oh my gosh that is so amazing I love that we both have and we also we chose these two shows literally because yeah. they're mo- the most recent ones we've been watching and I love that both of us have stories about <laughs> being on the set somehow randomly. Yes. Um, but yeah, as I was mentioning about what the old, not the old, uh, what Sex and the City was about, 
this new show and just like that is great in the sense that it totally transitions them it was only it's only three of the main characters mm-hmm. it transitions them into modern day and yeah. carrie's now on a podcast that's probably my favorite part honestly yes, I, I thought that I, was so funny i did hear about that on, yes and uh, tiktok or something yeah like, oh my goodness yeah but one of her lines is like podcasts are like jury duty at this point <laughs> so i think that's really funny <laughs> that was a really funny part um she also there oh yeah one of the podcast hosts is non-binary um there's a lot there's just a much greater sense of diversity throughout the show I mean obviously the three main characters are still not the most diverse but still they're definitely they're they're doing their job and adding adding new characters in with new storylines and I think the point of it is that they're trying to yes Miranda um Charlotte and Carrie will still be the main characters but they're also going to give storylines to some of the other supporting characters, which I think is really important because seeing, I mean, this is a limited series, I think, mm-hmm. but still yeah. it's, it's important that there's, there's new characters with new lives. And yeah, I think, I think it'll be good. I'm excited to see um, where the plot takes each of them, but I particularly loved uh, Miranda's storyline of yes. her going, she's not, she's already been, she's a lawyer already, yeah. but she's, she's taking classes because she wants to go into human rights. And she says that she worked in, I think she worked in business law or something or corporate law. And she just says how she doesn't want to be part of the problem anymore. And she wants <laughs> to go out and do something. And she's totally one of those people who want to like, want she's really educating herself of how to be anti-racist and how to be the best ally and activist she can Mm -hmm. but some of the things she says are just a little off and I don't know I don't know if you'd say she's trying too hard but they're funny because she's totally she's trying to learn she's just some of the things she says don't come off in the best way and yeah she has a lot of really funny situations with her professor um that are honestly quite cringeworthy but they're they're intended to be funny and give those examples of um her trying her best to be the best ally she can and it just coming off the completely wrong way so I'm excited to see her storyline and I really like seeing her trying to change change what she's doing with her life career-wise and that's what's great about this this reboot is that it's definitely more focused on their careers and just their overall lives not their lives as focused on men and sex and I mean that just happens with age is that becomes less of your focus and definitely when the show is set and the original show is set in their lives is that is kind of all they're thinking about um so I don't know. I'm just, I'm really excited to see what happens and I won't spoil it, but there's definitely something very big that happens in the, f- <laughs> something very big that happens in the first episode. Um, there's a total pun there. So for those of you who have watched it, you might pick up on that, but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens um, in Carrie's life. And I think there's definitely going to be a lot of changes happening. But overall, I was just really excited to see the change in representation in the show and just a total shift in what the show is about. And I'm excited to watch the next couple episodes. I have to, I think I'll probably watch the newest episode today. Yeah, I'll definitely have to catch up and watch the episodes so that yes. I can be all caught up but I'm excited to now have a new show that I can watch yes. 
um, after finishing Sex Lives with College Girls. But yes. I'm so happy that we were able to sit down and talk about these two Me shows too. and their parallels because they are definitely relevant to our podcast and mm-hmm. what we're all about here. Um, but yeah, it was really nice catching up, Tori. Yes, I know. We haven't, we, in general, we haven't really sat down to talk I know. in a while. So I'm excited to get back into the rhythm of things. We have hopefully a couple guests lined up for January. So look yes. out for those episodes. Um, but yeah, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone. Yes. I know I cannot you all believe. the best in the new year, I guess. Yes, yeah. I cannot believe we're already at this point. But yes, no. we'll we'll likely be posting another episode after this. Probably not until January, as Jackie yeah. said, in the new year, but we'll we'll be back with quite a few guests. Yes. We have about three or four lined up. So we're very excited to upload those episodes and just continue our content. And hopefully we'll just have more second semesters. We'll be yes. a little bit less, less busy. busy. Yeah, hopefully we we'll see. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in with us today. I hope you enjoyed this. Please go and watch these new shows, yes. Sex Lives with College Girls and Just Like That. So yeah, we will see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.